Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is a finally Friday. It is April 14th, 5.30. Thank you guys for joining us for this half hour as we get ready to kick off the weekend. Super excited about that. And uh, I don't know if you watched, but last night... Golden Knights game, man. I was uh, I was kind of screaming in the house, which was probably pretty annoying. But <laughs> I was so excited, not only that they won, but that our boy Alec Martinez scored a goal last night. That was super cool. And they're now the Pacific Division champs, and the playoffs will start on Tuesday. First game is against Winnipeg. And, and if you missed that conversation with Alec, that was that was an awesome conversation. I love you two have created a, a little uh, a family bond over the past past year or so. Yes, we have. I am, am very excited. About about that i i would just like to actually like continue that bond so i could at least you know shake his hand and meet him in person oh, which is never not met in person never 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 mm. met him in person i uh mm. we remember when the golden knights had that um this past year like the season ticket holders they got to go to area 15 and you got you we we were given a bracelet and it was they were all different colors and depending on what color you got, you would go get in that line and you got to go meet the players and get an autograph or whatever. And so we got our bracelets. I think we got yellow. I can't remember for sure. And uh, I'm standing in the line and you can't see who's at the end of your line. I guess there was um, signs that said who was in the line, but I missed it. So I'm walking up. I'm like, please let it be Alec. Please let it be Alec. Please let it be Alec. And it wasn't. And the players who were there, I don't want to like say, cause I don't want to make it seem like I wasn't excited to meet them. Cause I was, but, um, I, I saw them and I was like, Oh, dang it. <laughs> I felt, I felt, I feel bad for saying that cause I was still really excited sure, about of it. Course. But, um, it turns out that Alec was in the, I think the pink line I found out later. I was like, darn it. And it was all just random on the color you got, you know, it just depended on which line you got in. And so um, I was kind of bummed about that, but still super, uh, super excited to to see them do so well last night. Yeah, he, a huge win last night. And, and I remember you telling the story, that story when you went to that event over the weekend. I didn't realize that when you got into line, into line that you had no idea who it was based on the amount of people in front of you. That's almost like a game. It's like a mystery thing. Okay, at the end of this very long line, 
you shall meet a member of our Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Who's it going to be? I and I could have easily walked to the front of the line just to see and uh, got back in line, but I didn't. And uh, we were standing there, and it was it was a long line. And the guy and his daughter in front of us. Um, they're like, you guys know who's in this line? And we're like, no, do you? He goes, yeah, do you want to know? And I was like, I looked at Matt and Matt's like, yeah, I want to know. <laughs> so he told us. And at that point, we started to see them sitting there. But yeah, it was just a, it was kind of a funny situation. The other uh, fun takeaway from the conversation with Alec uh, earlier in the week was we, we always joke around uh, on the air that you're his, his cousin. And maybe there's some truth to it. We never actually researched things. But we asked him, uh, we, we talked about that. And he said he, he has been at charity events over the past year where people come up to him and say, are you related to Mercedes Martinez? So now he is getting it on his end. That, to me, was hilarious. I had no idea that was happening. In fact, when you asked him that question, my jaw dropped. I was like, wait, what? People are asking you that? So keep doing it, people. Yes. <laughs> I love yes. it. Thank and, you so much. And if anyone has like a towel of his with some sweat and DNA, we need to, we need to research this. Oh, my gosh. We need that to find would be out. super creepy. Let's not do that. I want him to still talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it on the side. I won't, I won't bring it up again. Someone just texted us and said, it says, uh, Alec now. Not only scored a goal, but he scored the game-winning goal. You are correct. Yeah, that is a uh, that was so good. And at the very end, when they were pulling their goalie, uh, Seattle, I was just sweating. I'm like, no, please, please, because that is the worst when they tie the game up with like three seconds left, and you're like, are you kidding me? Um, but uh, someone someone just texted about that whole meet and greet, and it says we ended up going to like five different lines, and Alec was one of them. And yes, he was pink. I've met him like three times now and he's the best yeah that whole thing was very confusing I, was really, I wish you could have looked at the sign and then based off of the the color say i would like a pink bracelet or i would like a purple bracelet or something like that it's a hard question to ask you but were there other players that if that was the case do you think that some players might not have had like a certain player might have had a bigger line and then that player that maybe wasn't as well known had a shorter line so they kind of wanted to equal things out i think that they did a good job with mixing up like a big name with a maybe um, not as big of a name, but you know, I still know who all the players are, yeah. but yeah, like I remember Jack Eichel, his line was very long. Um, and there was someone else, Oh, maybe lesser known, but still uh, really cool in my eyes. I, I don't remember who it was, but yeah, they did a good job of balancing like the, the really big franchise players with uh, maybe, you know, still awesome, but not as big of a name. Yeah, newer guy or something. Yeah, yeah totally so. get it. Totally get it. Very cool. Well, let's uh, we'll talk more about that. Um, a lot coming up this morning. Uh, speaking of sports, so excited because coming up in the six o'clock hour, NHRA for White Nationals is in town over at the Strip at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway this weekend. Qualifying starts today. And Leah Pruitt, she is going to be on the show. If you don't know who she is, first of all she is absolutely incredible a great driver but um i just love her personality she is so outgoing and she's going to talk to us about that about what it's like being back in vegas she's married to tony stewart from nascar who is also now um driving in an hra he actually has a team and so we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff coming up right around 6 30 this morning so that's going to be a lot of fun but right now let's start the show it is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear All Over You by Live? Do you want to hear Back at One by Brian McKnight? Like a dream come true, true. Just wanna be with 
plain to see, then you're the only Or do you want to hear Shake It by Metro Station? choices get your votes in now you can do it a couple of ways you can tweet us at mercedes in the am you can call or text us at 702-364-9400 or you can vote on our facebook page either way we'll count your vote and we'll reveal the results coming up next on mix 94.1 mix 94.1 coming 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 up you're gonna want to hear Okay, first off, we need your help. We are at a tie on the pre-show you pick them. So if you could kindly place your vote right now at 702-364-9400, send us a text or you can do it on our social. So there's that. And coming up next, we have the Daily Dirt. Are we getting a One Direction reunion? Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Stalling, stalling, stalling. (laughs) I'm sorry. If I I don't do this legitimately, it would be bothering me all day long so we just gotta wait okay so and uh 12 second delay running this morning so hopefully they'll start coming in okay the first uh the first one uh, provided it's in between one or two because that's that's where we have our tie three is out of it but one or two uh 702-364-9400 i continually refresh to see if we're getting anything here and oh here here it goes all right all over you by live is the pre-show you pick them all the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. James Corden's final show is April 27th, and there was a rumor that One Direction would reunite on that final episode. Producers of James Corden's show are speaking out, and they say nobody loves the boys more than us, but this story is not true. Like, I think Zane hates them or something like that. Zane hates James Corden or hates the other guys the in One other Direction? The other guys oh. in One Direction. Like, there's some, there's some big beef between Zane and them, or maybe it's just a couple of them. But speaking of One Direction, I love the new Nile Horan. Have you heard it? I have. Is, is it out or is it yeah, a teaser it, that came out? Yeah, it's out. It's called it, Heaven. It should be in the system. Step I want to say in. we possibly added it. I can't remember. I think we... No, yeah, we definitely did. Um, it's so good. Let's take a listen to that. Heaven. I'm like kind of obsessed with that song right now. That's a great. We could do like a whole segment on just all the new songs that have come out over the past like three or four weeks. You have that. You've got Jim in. I know you've got a bunch of new songs coming up and what's trending next hour. There's a bunch of great new music out there. Yeah, there's so much. That's why it's so hard to like, you know, say, okay, this one, let's play this one. Let's play this one. It's like, they're all so good. They really are. Um, by the way, producers of James Corden say uh, what is true about their final show. It's, it'll be an absolutely brilliant two hour finale planned to celebrate eight years of the late show that's airing on april 27th quick pop quiz this this i think this is gonna be tough um but you're really good at these david letterman his final guest do you remember um was it no no let me think david letterman's final guest was it like i i i don't think it was billy joel but it was someone in that vein it was someone like uh... you're close with the bill Bill Clinton? No. <laughs> I don't know. Who was it? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Okay, yeah. I know it was kind of, uh, yeah, someone 
older. Okay, <laughs> you're warming up. Uh, Jay Leno's last guest. Is it Bette Midler? No. Um, Jay Leno's. And I'm talking Leno's f- true final last yeah, show. Yeah, because which show are you <laughs> the, talking about? The true, about? true. After he left, he came back and then did it again. The final, final one. Um, I don't know. Billy Crystal. Lots of bills happening yeah. here. Who was his first ever guest and also Garth Brooks. And then I'm just going to throw it to you, for just to the trilogy here, Johnny Carson. I have no idea. I didn't even watch the show at that age. Uh, I wasn't allowed to stay up that late. <laughs> you said it. Oh, Billy Joel? No, Bette Miller. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> and Robin Williams. Robin Williams, Bette Miller, Johnny Carson's final show before Jay Leno took over. So when Taylor Swift was in Las Vegas, she made a big donation to the Three Square Food Bank. And Swift made another generous donation to a Florida food bank on Thursday ahead of her errors tour starting up in, in Tampa Bay. And she's doing this. Um, she was in Phoenix. She did a donation down there. She does stuff here in Vegas, now in Tampa. Now, we don't have the exact details of what she did here in Las Vegas. We just know that she was very generous. But as far as, as Tampa Bay, she donated to Feeding Tampa Bay. And because of that donation, they're going to be able to create over 125,000 meals. I just, I don't know. I can't get over what a good heart she has and the fact that she does that and she does not expect any recognition on it like with the donation to three square food bank she didn't announce it they did because they were so excited about it i just think that's really cool when people do things without expecting recognition yeah no press release about taylor swift this afternoon will be a three square food bank yeah. photo opportunity she just does it and then we find out after the fact by the way you mentioned this before earlier in the week taylor swift is the mayor of tampa bay this weekend I would be like, okay, today everyone can run red lights. and No, just kidding. Why would We're getting rid of taxes yeah. as well. More- uh, free food everywhere you go. <laughs> just charge it to the city. Yeah. More dirt coming up at 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1818. And now here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Friday, April 14th. We finally made it to the weekend and thank you so much for joining us i'm just sitting here and i drank a protein shake this morning i i'm revamping my eating habits i was running into some issues and uh talked to my doctor and long story but i um just to make a long story short i'm eating breakfast again and i was doing the intermittent fasting and had some issues and so now i'm eating breakfast again so i try to combine uh, a carb and and some sort of protein. So I drank my protein shake this morning and now I have some strawberries here with me that I've been eating throughout the morning and everything was great. I was just having a wonderful morning eating my strawberries and then just by chance happened to scroll across that one video of someone washing their strawberries. Oh yeah. And then if you haven't seen it, it's like they wash them, they put salt in the water or something and then it made all these bugs crawl out and I just feel like, wow, what a coincidence. There there are no coincidences. Why is this happening? So now I'm kind of looking at these strawberries like, oh, I don't think I want to eat anymore. Oh, yeah. That video. Yeah. I remember you brought that up. It was so nasty looking. Yeah. It's just, is there anything that you just can't, can't eat because it grosses you out? 
I'm not to the point where I'm totally grossed out, but it did make me do a double take at him. Like, these are clean, right? Yeah, these are clean. <laughs> <laughs> They're fresh and clean. You had brought up you don't like the taste of beets. Wasn't the beet salad he had a oh, while I back? I just don't like beets at all, no. And I believe in the Mercedes in the morning effect. When you talk about something on the show, it's bound to happen to someone else on the show or someone listening to the show. And after you were talking about that, Laura had some salad thingy, and um, I, I came home and and I wanted some of it. I went in there, and there were beets. And I never really paid attention to the taste of beets. I do not like the taste of beets. They taste like dirt. They're, they're nasty. That's all they taste like is dirt. Oh, horrible. I can't stand them. Horrible, horrible taste. I'm like, what, what is this salad? She's like, it's the kale and everything else and beets. I'm like, oh, beets are very nasty. Yeah, they're, they are. I'm with you. I and for some reason, it, it's so nice when you you go to a restaurant and they send you something on the house. But for some reason, for me, it's always a beet salad. And I I feel terrible not eating what they brought you because it's so nice of them. And they, they don't know I don't like beets. And so I have to plug my nose and put one in my mouth and mess up the plate to <laughs> make it up. look like I eat some of it. We were at a restaurant and, and Laura can't do dairy. And they sent out uh, a dessert, which was super nice. But they're like, oh, compliments of, you know, the manager. Here's dessert. And it was like some big ice cream thing. I was like, ah. I didn't have the heart to say, oh, she can't have dairy. So I had like some of it. And then the stuff that was on her plate, same thing. She mashed it around to look like she was eating. And they came back. How was it? Oh, so good. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> it was delicious. So good. Pay no attention to the entire dessert smashed on my wife's plate. <laughs> Is there a drink then for you too? So if, if strawberries, you can't eat it because of that video that you saw. Is there a drink that you can't have? No, I'm okay with drinks. I mean, I basically drink the same three things, water, coffee, and then occasionally wine that's pretty much all i drink um but no i don't have any issues with that my my girlfriend however it's not a drink but it's another food she refuses to eat lobster she and she does not have a shellfish uh, allergy at all the reason why is she says it's like eating a giant cockroach and I'm just like, what? And she's like, yeah, it's like that hard shell. And then inside you rip it apart and eat the eat the meat. It's like eating a gigantic cockroach. And I'm like, ooh, now that you said this, I'm kind of looking at it like gross. Plus the process, too. Eating lobsters, it's not easy. Cracking the shell, everything else that goes into it, trying to pull out the meat. If you don't get all the meat out, same with crab legs. Such a hard thing to eat. It's so unelegant. Yes. You have that little tool. <laughs> like, they look like pliers, <laughs> and they give you that itty-bitty little fork where you kind of try to scrape it out. I feel so ridiculous when I eat lobster, but it sure is good. Yeah, it's a, it's a victory. If you get out a bunch of meat, like, whoa, look at this. I got all the meat out in one pool. Yeah, like, it's all together. It's yes. not bits and, bits and pieces. <laughs> that is amazing. 9.40 this morning, tickets for you to go see Madonna. 7.40, tickets for you to go see Katy Perry. And then coming up this morning here at 6.30, NHRA Four Wide Nationals are back this weekend. Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Leah Pruitt, she's the NHRA's, one of their top fuel dragster drivers. She is an amazing person. I met her yesterday at, uh, at the TV station. She is such full of energy. I can't wait to chat with her. 6.30 this morning. She'll be on the show with us. And then up next, we do have What's Trending. What do you have for us? Some new music this morning from Post Malone and Kelly Clarkson. Coachella made some big announcements as the festival is set to kick off this weekend. And Minecraft fans, there's a new Pringles flavor just for you. That's coming up in What's Trending. 
an emoji of the desert with the phrase, where will you find me? Now, it, there's some other little nuggets that have been dropped, too, but he could potentially guest appearance during other sets with some of his collaborators like Metro Boomin, uh, Calvin Harris. But he could also pop up during Blackpink's headlining performance as he and the group's Jenny, they both star in the upcoming HBO series The Idol together. So Coachella is going to be going off this weekend, and I'm not sure if they're charging for it, but they are streaming everything for the first time. So if you can't make it out there or if it is sold out, um, you, can, you can watch it online. There might be a feed to it, but that's the first time they'll be showing everything all the uh, all the performances you can watch it online yeah definitely the talk in the music industry this weekend so we'll see uh, if he makes that appearance or not and then finally this morning minecraft and pringles are both trending there is a new minecraft inspired food that's coming to shelves how about some pringles minecraft suspicious stew now, if you know the game, you know the reference here. If you're not into the block world, Suspicious Stew is an in-game food that can give the player a status effect like night vision or a jump boost. And the flavor is described as hearty and savory, and the cans are expected to fly off shelves. I don't know if by hearty and savory they're mimicking actual stew, which for some reason doesn't sound appealing to me, but uh, maybe it's something else. Savory or um, suspicious stew. I, I don't know what else it could taste like other than stew, right? Yes. In the name, is this a try Tuesday? Oh, <laughs> try all the Minecraft related foods because oh, there, there's a cereal. It's like a Frosted Flakes uh, Minecraft edition. I don't know what else there is out there. But... Oh, the Minecraft Try Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's something there. I'm not looking forward to it, but hey, they they can't all be good, right? Um, Pringles Minecraft Suspicious Stew will be available starting this month and is only available while supplies last. And that is what's trending. Here we go. We want caller 20 702 364 9400. That's our number. Your caller 20, you get to play heads up, and we got a really cool prize for you. We are giving you a pair of tickets to check out Rob Lowe's Stories I Only Tell My Friends Live on June 9th at the Summit Showroom at the Venetian. This has been a highly acclaimed show where he just spills everything. Uh, he's been to Vegas a couple of times, and everyone just loves the show. So if you'd like to be a part of it and check it out in June, all you have to do is be caller 20 right now. Your category this morning, since it's Friday, we only have one left, and that category is Welcome to the Jungle. So you get to pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going. Caller 20 plays, 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, Amanda, you're Caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. Let's do this. We want to get you these tickets to see Rob Lowe's stories. I only tell my friends. Your category today is Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, Zoo Lover's Day was last weekend. So these are all animals you would see at the zoo. Okay? Okay. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, let's do Mercedes. Okay. All right, Amanda. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You're going to see Rob Lowe when you start now. It's a bear that is black and white. Um, really? Polar bear. Uh, black and white. 
Um, Panda. Yes. This is the king of the jungle. Um, Lion. Yes. This is a very large monkey. Um, they do have... Uh, Gorilla. Yes. Um, this is an animal with stripes. They're very scary. Zebra. Um, no, it's uh, it's in the cat family. Um, lions cat. and this and bears. Oh, my. Oh, okay. Pass. Um, this is another word for turtle. Uh, turtle. It, it comes out. <laughs> Tortoise. Yes. <laughs> this slithers and goes. Snake. Yes. This has a long trunk that it uses to. Elephant. Yes. Hey, my tongue's not working this morning. I apologize. It works. It works. A turtle. That's I'm shaking in my car. Oh, no need to shake anymore. You won. Congratulations. Congratulations, Amanda. Yay. Amanda, hold thank on one second. You. Oh, thank you. We got your uh, tickets to go see Rob Lowe. Hold on one second. We'll get you all the details. Don't forget, next hour, 740, tickets to go see Katy Perry. And up next, this is awesome, NHRA, four wide nationals are back this weekend at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And we have a special guest next. Yes, we're going to be talking to driver Leah Pruitt. She, I, I can't wait for you guys, if you don't know of her, to meet her because I guarantee she will come on and bring the energy. If you're tired this morning, just touch you wait. Um, NHR four NHRA four wide nationals is happening this weekend at the strip at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and we will be talking to her coming up next. It's Mix ninety four point one. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. So next hour at 740, we've got your tickets to go see Katy Perry. But right now, we've got a very, very special guest. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. NHRA Four Wide Nationals returning to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Actually, the strip at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway this weekend. And one of my favorite drivers. She is just killing it. Leah Pruitt is on the phone. Hey, Leah. Hey, good morning, Mercedes. Thank you. I did not know I was one of your favorite. That warms my heart. I hope you guys are well. Oh, my gosh. We are great. I have to tell you, one time I was down in the pits, and I was right by your pit, and something I saw that completely shocked me. I didn't know that you did this. It's like you... 
you look like you were messing with the fuel, like the chemistry of the fuel. Was I seeing things right? No, you had it. You had it totally right. So for those listening right now that haven't been to an HRA national event before, uh, we run on nitromethane 90% and we cut it with uh, anywhere from 10 to 12% of methanol. And uh, so you have to check it to the 10th of, of a percent. So yeah, you, I mix it and then I, I mix it with air and just have to get it just perfect right, and then I'm filling it up while my guys are doing all the incredible work on that 12,000 horsepower Hemi that's in the back of the car. But I'm at the front of the car, and I get to hang out with all you guys <laughs> this weekend. What's that like when you're going 334 miles per hour down that strip? Is time just flying by, or is somehow magically time slows down for you? <laughs> Over the time, time has slowed down for me, but that's because that's I still kind of prepare uh, to be as conditioned as possible to to be with the car. Back in the day when I first started going 300 miles an hour, which is 12, 15 years ago, oh my goodness, I my my body was at the top end at the end of the racetrack, and my brain was still at the starting line. <laughs> with it, I, I it's so exciting to watch. And if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you definitely need to go to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway website and get them. Um, another thing I noticed when I was down in your pits, it. You were playing hip-hop music, which made me love you even more. Is that, like, your hype music? It is. I Well, personally, in the tow vehicle, I go, I go a little harder than that. I'll, but I'll just get those, those deep cuts, you know, the exhibit and DMX, and uh, put in the front of the pit. Actually, this weekend, I, I think I'm going to have you guys playing because you have an array of music. It's the people's mixes, and I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. We're very superstitious, so... If we've got hip-hop running and the car's running well, it's hip-hop all week long. Yes. If the car runs well with classic rock, then that's what we're going to get. Oh, it's, it's going to be good luck. I feel it. Yeah, if a lot of people don't know, uh, you are currently driving for Tony Stewart Racing. You also are married to Tony Stewart. Was that a tough contract to negotiate? That was, that's what that's what agents are for. <laughs> I, I just see you saying, Tony, I want this amount of money. And he's like, okay, sure. <laughs> How did you guys meet? Uh, through a mutual friend, uh, John Perdome, who's a legend in drag racing. I was FaceTiming him back and forth. Tony was on some guide trips with him. And then actually KJ Hare, who's my host at the Cosmo, also his host. And he was like, you guys need to meet. And basically, we got hooked up by friends. And we went to Daytona Bike Week and, and just rallied. And, uh, and then that was before, right at covid and then our second our second date was four months long. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it win it. Now, did you guys get married here in Vegas? We did not. We got married in Cabo, but I consider this my home track because we live in like Havasu City, and this is the closest place that we raised to home. Oh man, well, we we just love you, and we love that you consider this your hometown. You are a Vegas local in our eyes. Oh, thank you. Yes. And for those, again, that don't know, for this weekend, this is a special race. This is the four wide. So not two cars dragging side by side. It's four cars. That's over 40,000 horsepower. And um, I mean, if you can't tell right now, like I'm already ramped up. The, the excitement, the energy of, of when you guys are going down the strip and also just the sound. I remember the first time when I was there and I was lucky enough to be like right down there where, where you guys were starting. And I mean, you feel it through your entire body. It's one of the loudest things I've ever heard in my entire life. And that was with two. Now you got four going wide. It must just be bonkers out there. It is. It's all of your senses, really. The nitromethane through your nose, your eyes are watering, you're hearing a 
150 now with these cars, probably 170 decibels. It is wild. You feel it from your toenails up through your legs into your soul. That's what it's like being at the drag races. You have to feel it and experience it in person. Well, we are shooting for you to be the winner, and we are just so supportive of you. Thank you for taking the time to come on, Leah. If you want to check out Leah and all the other drivers, you can visit nhra.com slash tickets. You know, if you do win, you're going to have to come back on our show every single race in Las Vegas for good luck. Are you kidding me? I hope I get to come there in person. Yes! yes do it. <laughs> Thank you, Leah. So good. Thank you, guys. Thank you for saying so much. You guys have a great time. Bye-bye. Right, oh, the energy. It's awesome. I, I seriously am in a better mood after that <laughs> conversation. She is fabulous. And if you've never been to an NHRA race before, like it being four wide is a big deal. It's usually two wide. This is uh, going to be cool. So make sure you get your tickets uh, for this weekend. I do like two little nuggets you dropped in there about meeting Tony Stewart, her, her husband. Did you pick up the, her casino host at the Cosmopolitan? Yeah, KJ. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, oh, I want to meet KJ. <laughs> yeah, nice work, KJ. Hot three is up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about tax day. You have some time this year. We're going to talk about that. Also, are your number of sick days actually on the line now we'll tell you what could be ruining it for you and the toronto raptors they were knocked out of the playoffs by a nine-year-old girl we'll explain coming up next in the hot three here we go three two it's time for the hot three on mix nutty 4.1 if you haven't done your taxes yet don't panic we have a few extra days this year and here's why tax day is usually april 15th which is tomorrow but only if it falls on a weekday and since the 15th is a saturday that means monday would be the deadline but we actually get one extra day this time tax day is not until tuesday the 18th this year because monday is a holiday in dc it's emancipation day which the end is the anniversary of when slavery ended in the district of columbia it happened april 16th 1862 eight months before the emancipation proclamation since it falls on a sunday this year it's celebrated on a monday and all americans get one more day to file their taxes or an extension a poll for tax season found about half of us are doing our own taxes this year and 48% said just thinking about them can be headache inducing. Now, if you file electronically with no red flags and choose direct deposit, the IRS says you should be getting your refund within three weeks. Okay, that's fast. Yeah, but Ish. um, I yeah, I'm a little concerned because we filed ours probably three, maybe four weeks ago and. We chose, you know, we did it electronically, uh -huh. chose direct deposit, and I keep checking the account, and I'm like, oh, boy, where, where is this thing? <laughs> oh, is the IRS telling you, Mercedes, we have until the 18th to get this back to you. We do have an extra time this year. I'm guessing, you know, some are three weeks, maybe some are four weeks, maybe some are two. It all depends, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I will be calling our tax guy today, like, where is it? <laughs> well, we did file this, right? And uh, it's, it's been a hot minute, but I remember like last year and a couple of years before, I, we have had to call the IRS about a couple of things. And I remember one time I called and it was like a 45 minute wait. And you sit there and you just got, you got to wait. It's a super long wait. And I think they have more agents or so they say. So it should, if you do have to call, it might be quicker. But I remember finally getting on with the person and the guy gives you his ID number, and he's like, how am I help you? And all of a sudden, my phone just cut off. No! Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> we were talking about taxes this week, and someone um, sent us a text, and they said that there is a way to track your refund. And I totally forgot to write down the website. I'm sure I can just Google it, but 
Yeah, I need to track it and make sure all is good because I don't want to have to make that call and then all of a sudden get cut off just like you did. Oh, it was horrible. Have you gone to the IRS's website? Maybe go to their go to their website, set up an account, and might show you the status on it. IRS refund tracker. Let's see here. I'm guessing it is on the IRS website. I don't I don't think like PerezHilton.com would have it. <laughs> This Perez is new feature. He's got tax advice um, and yeah. helps you track things. Yes, you just go to the IRS website, <laughs> irs.gov, and there's a, a button for check your refund. Information is updated once a day overnight. So, okay, I'm gonna, I'll be doing that during our next break. But let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. Um, researchers are developing AI technology that can detect whether a person has a cold or not based on the sound of their voice. It's going to help employers know when an employee is faking it, but the research also aims to identify illnesses over the phone and to prevent the spread of viruses. Now, don't worry. The research is still in its very early stages and requires uh, further fine-tuning, so you can keep practicing your sick cough if you want. But if if I'm calling in sick, I, I've... I've moved over to the text or the email. Yes, I'm not yeah. calling and telling, I'm so sick. I'm so sorry. Can't come in. Even so, you can be super sick and not really sound that sick. Yeah. Ugh. I think the people that, you know, when, they, when people used to call in sick, and then over the top, <clears throat> I uh, can't make it in. Oh, my gosh. What happened? I uh, broke my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's not even related to your throat. Oh, like... wait, 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 I got confused. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, the Toronto Raptors, they got knocked out of the NBA playoffs on Wednesday night after losing to the Chicago Bulls 109 to 105 in Toronto. But the MVP of the game did not even suit up because she's a nine year old girl. Let us explain. Her name is Diar DeRozan. She is the daughter of Bull star DeMar DeRozan. And every time a Raptors player stepped up to the free throw line, she would let out an ear piercing scream. And it totally worked. The Raptors went 18 for 36 at the line, which is just 50%. It was their worst free throw performance of the season and the most misses in an elimination game since 1969 Toronto's Pascal Siakam had a chance to tie the game with 12 seconds left when he was fouled on a three-point attempt but he missed two of his three foul shots and his career average is 78 percent now here's the worst part for the Raptors Diara wasn't even supposed to be at the game she actually begged her dad to let her miss school for it DeMar spent the first nine years of his career with the Raptors, so DR spent her childhood going to games in Toronto. And DeMar says he's glad he let her skip because he said, I owe her for, for, uh, I owe her some money for sure. The Bulls face the heat tonight in another elimination game, but Miami's got nothing to worry about. DeMar says DR won't be there because she has to go back to school. Do you want to hear the ear-piercing scream yes, that she would let yeah, out? Yeah, I heard it. It's, it's pretty intense. Okay, here we go. This is, uh, this is what she would do when the Raptors were up to the free throw line oh it's just the yeah well, the, here's here's the announcer setting okay, up, in the yeah. up you hear a little bit clearer in this clip is the daughter of damar DeRozan, and here's the voice you're hearing when raptors shoot she's screaming <laughs> that time it didn't work <laughs> hey it's the 
I think that is hilarious because there's always that one person that I mean, usually people be like, uh, but there's that one person that makes some odd noise. It's like, what? <laughs> that sounds like a uh, break screeching. If you really listen, it was to intense. It. it really was. Yeah, intense. So good job. You're getting a, a raise in your allowance. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our 7 a.m. Social Club. We'll be live the entire hour from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock on our Facebook page and YouTube page. That's Mercedes in the morning. You can follow along during commercials and songs, and that'll kick off in just about five minutes. Do you have any family sayings where, like, your family says them, but you've never heard the saying outside of your family? Um, after I don't know how many years, I'm embarrassed to say this, actually. Um, I recently figured out a saying that someone in my family used to say, and I never really knew what it meant, but I was just, I don't know why I was thinking about it. There was something on TV with a dog and uh, then that jogged my memory with this with this phrase and my cousin chris he of all of the cousins in my family he's the oldest and when i was little he used to always like tease me and it was in a loving way cuz we were actually pretty close but i remember one phrase that he used to say to me and i i never heard it outside of our family the phrase was and it's probably common but i just never heard it if I had a dog that looked like you, I'd shave his butt and teach him how to walk backwards. What? I never analyzed it. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, how insulting. If I had a dog that looked like you, I would shave its butt and teach it to walk backwards. So the butts, the dog's butt is better than your face is what he was saying? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Can you Chris, believe it? What a savage. I mean, seriously. The thing is, as a kid, I just it didn't absorb. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm watching something, and there's dogs on it. And this, these dogs are doing, like, stupid uh, pet tricks. And this one could run backwards. And it was really cool. And I thought about, oh, yeah, Chris used to tell me that it walked backwards. Oh, my gosh. I was so upset. I almost called him and just like, how dare you say that to me when I was a child? A couple of decades later. Hey, remember the time you said this? You finally have your rebuttal. Is there like a, a phrase, a saying, um, like an idiom that your family says in your family and you don't really hear anyone else saying it outside? That was the one for us. I, uh, I'm actually stunned right now. Um, and I've been that way all week. It's really been bothering yeah, me. Yeah, savage insult from Cousin Chris. My gosh. <laughs> Did you guys ever have one? What was it? It was, um, so after dinner, I look back in our childhood, I had a lot of sweets. Get home from school, I'd have some cookies and milk. Then dinner, and right after dinner, we'd have cookies and milk for dessert. Mm -hmm. And then my mom would give us our knick-knack. And I don't know where she came up with the term, or if that is a thing, but your knick-knack was your snack right before you went to bed, which was actually more cookies or a brownie, whatever was in the house. So we'd have our knickknack, and my mom would say, okay, you guys ready for your knickknack? And whatever time it was, maybe 7.30 or so, we would have our knickknack, and that was just something in our house we always said and did, and which is so funny, no kids, but we have the two dogs, and we give them a little food right before, um, about an hour before they go to bed, and we call that their knickknack, and now the dogs know, because I'll be sitting there, who wants their knickknack? And their eyes will light up, so they know knickknack means food and they get excited for their knickknack at night uh, that's i've never heard that as a snack that is definitely got to be something just from your family because all i want to say is knickknack paddywhack give a dog a bone <laughs> which you are giving well, a dog a treat yes. you know and maybe your mom was also referring to you as a dog
Oh my god! You watch your knickknack patty back. Give JC a bone. Oh yeah, maybe my dad's mm. like, yeah, give that dog some food tonight before oh. he goes to bed. Oh, a knickknack patty whack and give that dog a bone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dawn just texted us at seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Um, she says, I've heard that quote about the dog running backwards. Someone else, oh, a ton of people are saying the quote you just said from your cousin is from the movie The Sandlot. Does the catcher say that? Is that now it's kind of ringing a bell? Um. Wow, that I think I remember that now that you say that. Uh, so that's not an original unless the Sandlot stole it. From was it say yeah? Did he go back? How far back was I he dropping know. this line on you? Was it this thing he said in the nineties or in the eighties? When was he saying this to you? What year did the Sandlot come out? That was in the nineties, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I feel like it was. Yeah, yeah, I feel like he said it before that. I because th- I was a small child. That's why I didn't understand it as well. But what is the saying that you? here in your family but nowhere else or maybe it's just your own family um motto or something let's talk to annette annette what is the saying from your family hi so uh the saying is i used to get called by my aunt only one chubba nella like cinderella and my italian family was calling me chubby but in a nice way I mean, how can you call someone chubby in a nice way? That is not, that is terrible. That's exactly. Yes, it's exactly what I'm thinking of. Chubbanella. Oh, I oh would, my gosh. What do you come back with? You'd be like, well, you must be the evil stepmother <laughs> or something like that. No, I, it, I, it was just normal growing up. And then as I got older, I was like, wow. I'm Chubbanella. Oh, Annette, you know what? Don't listen to the haters. <laughs> the ants are always telling you you're chubby. My aunts told me the same thing when I was, uh, I remember in high school, I took my team volleyball picture and we used to wear these really short shorts and like your thighs were out there and everything. We called them butt huggers. They were like really hugging. And uh, we took our team picture and I showed them and I'm on a side angle and my aunt goes, your thighs, look at those hams. And I was like, I cried for three days. She had no problem telling me I was chubby ever. So I, that must be an aunt thing. I don't know what it is. Well, I got an uncle that was a savage. But the, but first, though, was that Chris's mom, by the way? No, it wasn't. It was on my dad. So Chris, uh, Chris, um, Chris's mom was married into the family. His dad was brothers with my brother. Okay. Yeah. So this one is my direct aunt, my, my dad's sister. She still will make comments from time to time. I'm like... What is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, these aunts and cousins <laughs> got to slow down. My, I'm looking back. I remember my uncle Lee. He would always like call me over and have me say certain things, like, "Hey, JC, what's the river that's close to us?" And I'd be like, "Delaware River." And he'd be like, "Ha ha ha, say it again." I'm like, "Delaware River," because I couldn't pronounce certain words. And he would have me say these just for his own laughter, because he got a kick out of it. And I was like 10 or 11 at the time. Too. Yeah. And looking back, I'm like, he was just doing that to hear me say words incorrectly, but. I didn't know. I'm like, yeah, you know, what's what's the name of the, that tall building in New York City? Empire State. It's like, dude, why did you hear me mispronounce words? I mean, you might have a speech impediment, but yet you're we're yelling at you about it, making yeah. fun of you. Really quick, Vicky, what was your uh, family saying? My mom always used to say, time for bye-byes, which meant time for bed. So I always used to say it with my children when it was time for bed. We say, Mimi time. <laughs> I'd be like, guys, it's it's time for bed, Mimi time. Yeah, <laughs> That's so cute. Bye-bye. I love that. That's good. All right, so tickets to go see Katy Perry this hour, 740. Do you have any family sayings where, like, your family says them, but you've never heard the saying outside of your family? Um, After I don't know how many years, 
I'm embarrassed to say this, actually. Um, I recently figured out a saying that someone in my family used to say, and I never really knew what it meant, but I was just, I don't know why I was thinking about it. There was something on TV with a dog, and uh, then that jogged my memory with this with this phrase. And my cousin, Chris, he, of all of the cousins in my family, he's the oldest. And when I was little, he used to always like tease me. And it was in a loving way because we were actually pretty close. But I remember one phrase that he used to say to me, and I, I never heard it outside of our family. The phrase was, and it's probably common, but I just never heard it. If I had a dog that looked like you, I'd shave his butt and teach him how to walk backwards. What? I never analyzed it. And then I was like, oh my gosh, how insulting. If I had a dog that looked like you, I would shave its butt and teach it to walk backwards. So the butts, the dog's butt is better than your face is what he was saying? Yes. Oh my gosh. Can you believe it? What a savage. I mean, seriously. The thing is, as a kid, I just didn't absorb i was like okay <laughs> and so i'm watching something and there's dogs on it and this, these dogs are doing like stupid uh pet tricks and this one could run backwards and it was really cool and i thought about oh yeah chris used to tell me that walk backward oh my gosh i was so upset i almost called him and just like how dare you say that to me when i was a child a couple decades later hey remember the time you said this you finally have your rebuttal is there like a, a phrase a saying um like an idiom that your family says in your family and you don't really hear anyone else saying it outside that was the one for us i uh I'm actually stunned right now. Um, and I've been that way all week. It's really been bothering yeah, me. Yeah, savage insult from Cousin Chris. My gosh. <laughs> Did you guys ever have one? What was it? it was um, so after dinner, looking back in our childhood, I had a lot of sweets. Get home from school. I'd have some cookies and milk. Then dinner. And right after dinner, we'd have cookies and milk for dessert. Mm-hmm. And then my mom would give us our knickknack. And I don't know where she came up with the term or if that is a thing, but your knickknack was your snack right before you went to bed, which was actually more cookies or a brownie or whatever was in the house. So we'd have our knickknack, and my mom would say, okay, you guys ready for your knickknack? And whatever time it was, maybe 7.30 or so, we would have our knickknack, and that was just something in our house we always said and did. And which is so funny, no kids, but we have the two dogs, and we give them a little food right before, um, about an hour before they go to bed, and we call that their knickknack. And now the dogs know, because I'll be sitting there, who wants their knickknack? And their eyes will light up, so they know knickknack means food, and they get excited for their knickknack at night. Uh, that's I've never heard that as a snack. That has definitely got to be something knick-knack. just from your family, because all I want to say is knickknack, paddywhack, give a dog a bone, <laughs> which you are giving well, a dog a treat, yes. you know? And maybe your mom was also referring to you as a dog. Oh my gosh. You watch your knickknack, patty back, give JC a bone. Oh, yeah. Maybe my dad's mm. like, yeah, give that dog some food tonight before oh. he goes to bed. Oh, a knickknack, patty whack, and give that dog a bone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dawn just texted us at 702 364 9400. She says, I've heard that quote about the dog running backwards. Someone else, oh, a ton of people are saying, the quote you just said from your cousin is from the movie The Sandlot. Does the catcher say that? Is that, now it's kind of ringing a bell. Um, Wow, that I think I remember that now that you say that. Uh, so that's not an original unless the Sandlot stole it. From was it him. say yeah? Did he go? How far back was I he dropping know. this line on you? Was it this thing he said in the nineties or in the eighties? When was he saying this to you? What year did the Sandlot come out? That was in the nineties, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I feel like it was. Yeah, yeah, I feel like he said it before that. I because th- I was a small child. That's why I didn't understand it as well. But what is the saying 
that you hear in your family, but nowhere else, or maybe it's just your own family um, motto or something. Let's talk to Annette. Annette, what is the saying from your family? Hi. So uh, the saying is, I used to get called by my aunt, only one, Chubba Nella, like Cinderella. And my Italian family was calling me chubby, but in a nice way. I mean, how can you call someone chubby in a nice way? That is not, that is terrible. That's exactly. Yes, it's exactly what I'm thinking of. Chubbanella. Oh, I oh my gosh. What do you come back with? You'd be like, well, you must be the evil stepmother. <laughs> or something like that. No, I, it, I, it was just normal growing up. And then as I got older, I was like, wow, I'm Chubbanella. Oh, Annette, you know what? Don't listen to the haters. <laughs> the ants are always telling you you're chubby. My aunts told me the same thing when I was... Uh, I remember in high school, I took my team volleyball picture and we used to wear these really short shorts and like your thighs were out there and everything. We called them butt huggers. They were like really hugging. And uh, we took our team picture and I showed them and I'm on a side angle and my aunt goes, your thighs, look at those hams. And I was like, I cried for three days. She had no problem telling me I was chubby ever. So I, that must be an aunt thing. I don't know what it is. Well, I got an uncle that was a savage. But the, but first, though, was that Chris's mom, by the way? No, it wasn't. It was on my dad. So Chris, uh, Chris, um, Chris's mom was married into the family. His dad was brothers with my brother. Okay. Yeah. So this one is my direct aunt, my, my dad's sister. She still will make comments from time to time. I'm like, what is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, these aunts and cousins got to slow down. My, I'm looking back. I remember my uncle Lee. He would always like call me over and have me say certain things like, "Hey, JC, what's the river that's close to us?" And I'd be like, "Delaware River." And he'd be like, "Ha ha ha, say it again." I'm like, "Delaware River." Because I couldn't pronounce certain words, and he would have me say these just for his own laughter, because he got a kick out of it. And I was like 10 or 11 at the time, too. Yeah. And looking back, I'm like, he was just doing that to hear me say words incorrectly, but I didn't know. I'm like, yeah, you know, what's what's the name of the, that tall building in New York City? Empire State. It's like, dude, why did you hear me mispronounce words? I mean, you might have a speech impediment, but yet you're, we're yelling at you about it, making yeah. fun of you. Really quick, Vicky, what was your uh, family saying? My mom always used to say, time for bye-byes, which meant time for bed. So I always used to say it with my children when it was time for bed. We say, Mimi time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, guys, it's it's time for bed. Mimi time. Yeah, <laughs> That's so cute. Bye-bye. I love that. That's good. All right, so tickets to go see Katy Perry this hour, 740. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Time Magazine. Magazine released its list of the 100 most influential people of 2023, and as usual, they divided them into several categories. Here are a few of the names. I just want to add some fun to it, Mercedes. When I say the name, do like word association, the first thing that pops into your mind, okay? Okay. So in the artist category, we've got Michael B. Jordan. Um, <laughs> what's in his character from uh, Black Panther? Uh, oh, um. Oh my gosh, he was so... The first thing that came to mind was Creed's the current movie he's in. Oh, um, someone knows Black Panther. Um, Ki- Kilroy was it? Ki- Killmonger. Kim- Killmonger. Killmonger. <laughs> Thank you, Kellyanne, <laughs> on uh, the seven AM social. I appreciate that. Drew Barrymore. The Drew Barrymore show. <laughs> <laughs> Ali Wong. Oh, stand up. She's coming to town. I want to go to that is show she to so town? bad. She is so funny. First thing that pops in your mind with the icons, they have Jennifer Coolidge. 
Uh, I think of Ariana Grande doing her impression of Jennifer Coolidge. It's fantastic. If you've never seen it, you've got to watch it. Ki Hyu Kwan. Oh, I love him. Oscar Award winner. Pedro Pascal. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> He's a daddy. I'll go a little bit faster. Here. King Charles. Uh, looking for entertainment for his coronation. <laughs> Needs entertainment, help wanted. As far as the pioneers, Doja Cat. Um, only rapping now. She says she's done with her pop song. She's going to only be a rapper now. Bella Hadid. Mm, almond mom. Titans, they have. Beyonce is one of the titans. Uh, I mean, perfection. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Um, hmm. Annoying wife and brother. Yeah, the brother fans don't like the brother. Oh my gosh, he seems like they're just over the top. Because doesn't the brother too like celebrate like he did something to help contribute oh, to I the mean, winning that's Super Bowl? His whole claim to fame is that's his brother, and he's like, oh, it's so ridiculous. If he was your brother, would you be like, dude, chill? It would be one of those estranged relationships. <laughs> James Corden's final show, April 27th. There was a rumor that One Direction would reunite on that final episode. Producers are speaking out, and they say nobody loves the boys more than us. But this story just is not true. That's Unless it is true, it's a, they're throwing us a curveball. They did say that they're going to have a just amazing out of this uh of of him being host so that there's a lot of surprises happening yeah it's going down on april 27th 10 o'clock it's gonna be like a two-hour finale so that's happening on april 27th you can do amazing things with artificial intelligence person use it to match up nfl teams with the appropriate star wars characters they use um, ai to do this so i'll go with our teams dallas cowboys he came back with han solo that's pretty impressive he's one of the best characters broncos I'm, I'm probably butchering his name. Kanan Jarus. Kanan Jarus. I'm, I'm forgetting who that is. Uh, so I didn't know who it was. Let me see here. Looking it up. Um, who do you have? Who else? Will and I then the Chargers. Padme Amadala. Padme, Padme Amadala. Yeah, is for yeah. the Chargers. That's the best one. She's pretty cool. Yeah. Is she? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a. Is that Natalie Portman? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's solid. And she yeah. turns into Queen Amadala. Yep. That's so, pretty cool. So I went back in and and and, and used it uh, AI and put in more characters. So like if if NFL teams were characters from the Marvel universe, Dallas Cowboys came back with Captain America. <sighs> Broncos came back with Thor. Okay, that's fine. Chargers <laughs> came back with Iron Man. Oh, wow. Okay, the Chargers are getting some, finally some love. Who was the Hulk? Do you know? Oh, I didn't do that one. Oh, okay. I, did, I just did our, our favorite teams. And then uh, for Harry Potter, which house? Cowboys, Gryffindorf? Gryffindorf. Is that right? <laughs> no. I've never seen a red Harry Potter. Gryffindorf. <laughs> you might as well say a Gryffindor. <laughs> Gryffindor? Gryffindor. Yes. Gryffindor, yeah. okay. Uh, Hufflepuff for the Broncos. Really? That's interesting. And then Ravenclaw for the Chargers. I am House Ravenclaw. That's awesome. Oh. You're, you're Ravenclaw? I, I thought you were. Am. You act like a Hufflepuff. Oh, deep down, she's a Ravenclaw. Wow. That's shocking to me. That's... I'm surprised that the Cowboys didn't get Hufflepuff. No, they should get Slytherin. Ooh. <laughs> sounds good. Ooh. <laughs> and then the last one I put in, if, if our favorite teams were Disney characters, who would they be? Dallas Cowboys, Buzz Lightyear. Okay. Broncos, Simba. Ooh, okay. And then Chargers would be Dash. Oh, oh he's from so the Incredibles. Cute. Yes. Oh, I love Dash.
Gosh, Dash. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Gosh, Dash. All day long. Characters from the Smurfs. All, all day long. Characters from your favorite TV show. We can match it up all day long. I like doing that. That's kind of funny. It's interesting. Yeah, too. when it comes up. And it has a whole description, too. It, it, like They say Captain America because the Cowboys are one of the most successful football franchises in NFL history. They give the, the-, the theory behind Thor. So it's a whole thing behind it. Uh, can we talk about next that the fact that I almost blew a surprise yesterday? Or did I blow a surprise? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I not. I don't know if we can talk about yeah. it, but I don't know if you blew a surprise. Um, you like to get ahead of the game on a lot of things, and I think that's what you were doing. Well, it's just in an awkward situation. I didn't know how to handle it. And, um, yeah, I do feel like maybe I blew the supply, surprise or didn't blow the surprise. We'll, we'll explain what we're talking about coming up next. And also this hour, tickets to go see uh, Katy Perry. We have them at 740. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. A word to the wise, if you are planning to have any sort of like surprise birthday party or surprise baby shower or surprise engagement party, do not under any circumstance invite JC. <laughs> Just don't because it will get ruined. I don't I don't know if I ruined it or not. It was it was in really and what would you do in this position, Mercedes? So our, our our big boss, his name is Dan. It was his birthday on Thursday and they were having a little surprise get together for him. In our big big conference room. And right after the show, they're walking around telling everyone in the building, be there at 1030, be there at 1030. And 1030 rolls around like we're pushing it back by 25 minutes. And I thought I had to leave and do something, but I was able to to stick around to to the actual when the party was taking place. But since I was here in the building, I went back into one of the offices to talk to one of our other managers. Her name is Gina. And I had a question for Gina. And so I go walking into Gina's office and Gina's sitting down. And Kirk, one of our account executives, is in there as well. And so is Dan. And it's Dan's birthday. And he's like, hey, man, how's it going? I'm like, good. And I'm seeing Dan for the first time. And so I say, hey, by the way, happy birthday. He's like, oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. And then Gina's like, oh, yeah, uh, happy birthday. And then Kirk's like, oh, yeah, uh, happy birthday, man. And they go back to like their work as if like, oh, we like kind of forgot. And I felt like in that moment, there was now this awkward energy in that room that Dan picked up. Like, why is everyone being all weird about it being my birthday? Because the party was a surprise. But would you not wish him happy birthday if you saw him for the first time? Would you not say happy birthday? I would absolutely. And I I did. But he instigated it. I'll tell you what happened with me and him in a second. But is is it, it seems like weird that you would know his birthday. Like, are you guys that close where you really would know his birthday? Do you know... Gina's birthday do you know Kirk's like it just seems like an odd person to know when it's their birthday 
I didn't know his birthday was this month. I had zero clue on that. Do you have that memorized? I don't, but because I think because of Facebook, so many coworkers and friends because of Facebook, things pop up. So I think it's not that odd. Are you Facebook friends? Uh, I don't think I didn't look at birthdays yesterday, so I'm not sure if Dan and I are. Not to be honest, uh, but I, I don't think it's that odd for someone to know it's your birthday because of social media and Facebook and 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 other things that pop up. And sometimes on my phone, it'll pop up that it's someone's birthday. Um, I wished him a happy birthday too before all that. And the reason why is we were in a meeting with a client and he came in there and is talking and, uh, the client brought me something and he goes that consider that a birthday present. And I was like, Oh, thank you. And Dan turns to me and says, by the way, happy early birthday. And I go, you know, when my birthday is, he goes April 22nd. And I was like, how do you know that? And he goes, cause it's the same birthday as my son. And I was like, Oh, okay. I go, is it your birthday this month too? Knowing that it was. He goes, it's today. I'm like, that's right. Happy birthday. And so I just played dumb on that whole situation. Smooth. Very smooth. Very smooth. Uh, Steph thinks that it was ruined before you ruined it. What happened, Steph? I I have a question. When you, JC, went into Gina's office, you said Gina, Kirk, and Dan were there. Yes. You said Gina and Kirk after you said, oh, by the way, Dan, happy birthday. Gina and Kirk were like, oh, yeah, by the way, happy birthday. They weren't like, oh, that's right. It's your birthday. How did they truly act in that moment? Just how you did it, Steph. Because I'm like, I'm like, how happy birthday, man. Like, Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. And then Gina looked up from her computer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. And Kirk just looks up one second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Like all like nonchalant about it, which to me, that made it awkward. That did. Because and I, like, why are they not like celebrating my birthday? It sounds as if, oh, Huh. Their reaction wasn't very genuine in a sense where, like, if they truly knew and found out in that moment, you would have acted more surprised and been a little bit more upbeat. If they were like, oh, by the way, happy birthday. They're hiding something. He, Dan knows he's a very smart man. So it was on Gina and Kirk to perhaps tip the hat off to him. They should yes. be like, that's right. Today's your birthday. Happy birthday. And then turn back to your computer and do your work. Right. I don't know. I think you you kicked off the awkwardness. <laughs> this is true, though. This is true. Let's get things started here. <laughs> so did you talk to Dan after the surprise I happened? went up to him, and he said, he, he said he, what he jumped out to him. He's like, yeah, you actually uh, bumped up in points because you're the first person to come up to say happy birthday to me, and Gina and Kirk didn't care. So I don't think it really registered unless he was just saying that to me. But he did pick up on the fact that they were just like, uh, happy birthday. To him, it was like, oh, okay. Why is it anyone like saying happy birthday to me? That's uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it was a nice little celebration. So no harm uh, on that one. But yeah, it's it's one of those things that you got to find out if something is a surprise before, you know, I didn't I didn't know it was a surprise either. So I'm glad I didn't say anything weird. I almost did. So but yeah, but it was like if it was your birthday and if we were having a surprise party for you, I would still wish you a happy birthday. Right. I just think because we know each other's birthdays. I I would have never known when his birthday was. And if you guys are those kind of friends where you know each other's mm-hmm. birthdays, and it, it, that's one thing. But I don't think you guys are. Are you? Oh, no. I think I, I don't think it's odd for me to know Dan's birthday. Like I said, with you social th- media and Facebook don't? and everything else. I no. think it's odd. Do you, Steph, think it's odd or no? I think it's very odd. To know your boss's birthday? The yeah. big bosses? Yeah. Do you know when uh, when David Fields' birthday is? No, I'm not saying like, I might know it in advance, <laughs> but I, I, think, I think because of all the social media things and everything else, I don't think it'd be that odd for me to know it's Dan's birthday, the day of his birthday. But again, you're not friends with him on social media. So then how would you know that? But Okay, so let's say uh, there was no surprise party. 
And I heard Gina mention it's Dan's birthday. I would walk into his office and say happy birthday. 100%. 100%. But he said, you're the first person to do it. So it's like, oh, wow, JC knows my birthday. How? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, I mean, obviously digging into this a lot. It's but, not like Dan has a birthday yeah. show on the radio. Like, we're going to have for Mercedes oh, like next Marcella. Friday. Oh, round two. What would you do if I, like, called in sick that day? Oh, we still have it because it's going to be fun. No, you have to come. You're not calling out sick. I would not ever do that, especially with the amount of work that you guys put into this. I'm so incredibly grateful. I get super embarrassed, so that's always fun. But, yes, I am definitely looking forward to it. I think last year was probably one of the best birthdays I've had because I I felt seen. (laughs) Oh, you're going to feel seen this year because we love you so much and we want to celebrate you. We're doing it a day early. Your birthday is on Saturday the 22nd. We're not here on Saturday, so Merchella 2 will be Friday the 21st. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to it. I am. I can't wait to see what you guys have in store this year. Do I need to pull my Marcella t-shirt out? Yes. Yeah. Um, Okay. I hope it's not at Goodwill. What? <laughs> no, I've got mine. And Steph has you hers. guys still have yours? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll text you and see if I can find it. <laughs> I know I have the JC Rockahula Luau shirt. I okay. found that the other day. You I... can't wear that. It needs to be the Merchella shirt. Okay, all right. All right, Hot Three's up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about um, your kids. Do your kids live on a diet of grilled cheese and chicken fingers or do they have a mature palate we're going to talk about that coming up also this morning um we were talking about keeping the elevator door open for people but a lot of people just want nothing to do with the outside public what percentage of people admit to deliberately not holding doors open doorway etiquette is on the way and we're going to talk about um this is kind of crazy is We've talked about this before. Is a work wife or a work husband appropriate? Well, different generations say different things. And we're going to tell you what uh, what they said coming up next in the Hot 3. Taylor Swift on Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And it's time to find ourselves a winner. Jennifer, your collar 20. Yes. Oh, my God. Congratulations. You just got a pair of tickets that everyone has been calling for. Katy Perry, her play residency at Resorts World. These are her final days of the residency, and you just got yourself one of the last pairs of tickets. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening, Jennifer. Hold on one second. And next hour, we have tickets for you to go see Sam Hunt. We have those right around 825. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, kids may be known for being picky eaters, but nearly 8 in 10 parents claim that their kid has a mature palate and prefers food that grown-ups eat. This is according to a new survey. Do you have a kid with a mature palate, and what's the most exotic thing that they like to eat? Anyone? Um, I've got... One mature palate, one picky palate, but they both used to be picky palates. It wasn't until my oldest got a little older that she's more apt to try things. It doesn't mean she really likes them, but I can at least get her to try it. My youngest will absolutely not try anything that she does not like. Um, They say that 78% of parents also wish their kid ate healthier and that the item in their kid's lunchbox that often goes uneaten is veggies. The favorite vegetable... Of children include carrots, cucumbers, and potatoes. Um, as far as the top fruits that they prefer, apples is number one, 
Bananas, number two, and oranges is number three. How picky is uh, the pickiest one right now? Stand your ground, Brooklyn, by the way. Stand your ground. Uh, <laughs> don't cave in and stuff you don't want to eat. She just, she likes her little snacks. She doesn't like to eat, like, big meals. Um, if she eats something, well, applesauce is her standard with every meal. She loves applesauce. So I got to always make sure we have plenty of applesauce. But you know, like your kid foods, she likes chicken fingers. Uh, she likes... Um, pasta. She likes. That's about it. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't really have a very big palate. And then, like with Sophie, um, she she used to be the same way. And then recently, I'll, I'll be like, "Hey, try this. Just try. It. If you don't like it, you don't have to eat it." And she's like, "Oh, that's not bad." I think the most exotic thing I've had her try was um, beef tartare, which is the the raw beef mm-hmm. and she actually liked it she? i couldn't believe it she's like oh that's much better than i thought it would be so yeah were you a picky eater as a kid i i think i just kind of yeah stuck to my basics i didn't really start to explore until i think till i really moved out here to las vegas was that on my own and it was introduced to new people who were eating different foods i remember the first time i had sushi was at i was at value rent a car and someone got sushi to go and it was back in the break room and they were eating it and i'm like what's that and i get sushi i'm like oh that's raw I'm like you've never had it i'm like no and so i tried sushi for the first time when i was 20 years old and, and i was hooked instantly and then the guy's like you gotta try this green ice cream i'm like oh really and he gave me a big scooping of wasabi it was so hot you still liked it after that i did i did yeah then i got i went all in on sushi after that it was the first time i tried it and i think maybe because my first taste of wasabi was so much i was able to handle wasabi after that um this text says my two-year-old loves sushi we went to hibachi last weekend and he kept swiping my sushi two years old this one says my five-year-old son loves spicy Seafood, just like his dad, but he hates bacon and most meats, unless it's in a lunchable. And then this one says, My two year old loves seaweed. My 10 year old eats only apples and refuses to try anything else. Yeah, once they get it in their head that they're not going to like something, it's really hard to get them to go the other way. Usually with time that happens, but doesn't always. <laughs> is Brooklyn's applesauce, and I love that. Is it? Is, is she using to dip stuff in, who just needs that as her side with B- every meal? Both, both. Like last night, I made her a grilled cheese sandwich for dinner because we were having tacos. She didn't want tacos, so made her grilled cheese. And then I saw her um, go to the refrigerator, get an applesauce, peel the thing back, and she was dipping her grilled cheese in her applesauce. It's very yeah. interesting. Um, also, this morning we just heard that 31% of people admit to trying to close an elevator on someone's face. And now there's more news on our doorway etiquette. In a new poll, 29% of Americans admit to deliberately not holding a door open for someone else when they were close by. 62% claim they always hold the door open. The people least likely to hold the door are men under 45. From the Northeast specifically, the people most likely to hold the door are female boomers from the Midwest, 48% of people think someone has deliberately not held the door for them. And 33% of people say it's never okay to choose not to hold the door for someone, while 11% say it's always okay to let other people hold their doors. Uh, I normally hold doors. I do like that little pack that we came up with. Maybe it was in the past year. It's, we, sometimes we pull into the radio station at the same time, and one of us might get out of our car first and be at, at the door. And before, we'd, we'd hold it, but the other person's getting out, and they got to get their stuff, and you'd feel rushed. And we made a pact of it. If it's a distance you can go right in we understand you know because it, it might be a couple minutes or, or 30 seconds to get my stuff out of my car same thing with you obviously if you're close i'm gonna hold the door but if you're walking in you know you don't have to hold the door for me 
we have that packed. Yeah, I like that too. I wish I had that packed with everyone because <laughs> I was uh, going to the TV station on Tuesday and I was just getting out of my car and there was an, a coworker. Um, I'd say, I don't know, they were they were quite a ways ahead of me in the parking lot. So I just assumed that they would have plenty of time to go in and I wouldn't even get there at the same time. They opened the door and only trying to be kind, which I did appreciate, but they stood there and held the door open and I'm halfway across the parking lot. I'm like, oh my gosh. So then I start, you know, jogging over. I'm like, oh, thank you. (laughs) And they're like, no problem. And I, again, I appreciated the gesture, but I would have been totally fine if they just would have gone in. It just, it's so awkward. It puts pressure on you. It's a distance and you're carrying stuff in. It needs to be a distance thing. We all need to respect the distance. If you're far away, you don't got to hold it. Next time I'm staying in my car until I see (laughs) they go in and then I'll go in. It's very smart. Very smart. Uh, Finally this morning, here's a question for you. Is it appropriate to have a work spouse? This has been something that has been debated for years. A work wife or a work husband who you have a strong platonic bond with outside of the house, but without the romance. Well, it depends on your generation. Overall, 21% of adults say they think it's okay to have a work spouse, while 45% say it's not appropriate. But only 18% of millennials are okay with it, while 40% of boomers say it's totally fine. It may make more sense if you think about it. If you're a young married couple, you're probably not cool with your partner having a close friend of the opposite sex at work. If you've been married for 30 or 40 years and your partner has a work friend, maybe it's more of a comfort to you than something that's threatening. Or, you know, maybe just as far as generations in that sense go in the olden days it was more common whereas today it's a little less professional we're more like a, like brother and sister like a spouse thing it's just people ask like the relationship like oh work spouse like no nah, it's more like family like brother and sister relationship yeah i i i don't know why i feel weird about like work spouse um it, it just yeah it feels odd to me with any males that i work with but then i do have like my radio we call each other radio husband and radio wife and he doesn't even live in the state in the state so I asked my husband before, I'm like, does that bother you? I call him my radio husband. He goes, no, I like it. And I was like, really? I was kind of shocked because if he came home with a work wife, I'd be like, mm, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's my photographer wife. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, is no, she? No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> Eight o'clock hour. Tickets for you to see Sam Hunt right around 825. Earlier this morning, we talked to NHRA driver Leah Pruitt. She was so amazing. You need to go on our website at Mix941.fm and listen to it or listen to the podcast. And uh, if you didn't know, Leah is married to NASCAR driver, former NASCAR driver, uh, Tony Stewart. And Leah is 34 years old. And Tony is 51 years old. So there's a lot of talk about the big age gap between them. And last night, my husband and I went our walk, on our walk and I was telling him that she was going to be on the show today. And and uh, he goes, did you know that they have a pretty big age difference? And I just it didn't click. I didn't really think about it. And I was like, really? And he told me I was like, huh? OK, I mean, that's like 17 years which does seem like a lot, but at the same time, I feel like once you're past a certain age, it doesn't really matter anymore, if that makes any sense. Yeah, if you drop her down to maybe 20 or 18 and do 17 years, in my mind, there's, there's that, that that's a gap. But that age, 34 to 51, I think you're fine. Do your own thing. Yeah, this exactly. Is my, my mindset of 34 to 51, I, I think they're, they're, they're okay. Might be some pop culture references that he brings up she might not get. But I, I, think, I think they're in that safe zone right there. I, I, I don't really, I don't want to judge that. I 
I don't know the, the story of their relationship, and that's not for me to say. And I think if I were in the same situation, I wouldn't want people to judge my relationship. You do you. It's none of my business. But he did. But he brought something up to me, which I had no idea about. He was telling me that his buddy is dating a 25 year old. I, I think he's in his early 50s. I'm not sure. Um, his buddy's dating a 25 year old and he has a daughter who is 26 years old. So his wife is younger than his daughter. Now, does that make you feel weird? Does does anyone out there have, do you date or are you married to someone that is younger than your child? Apparently, this was a big issue for the daughter. She was not happy that he was dating someone who was younger than her. She said, that's creepy. That's disgusting. I'm your daughter. I'm 26. She's 25. What are you doing? And they didn't talk for a couple of years because of it, apparently. Um, I've never met this friend, but I uh, that made me sad on one side. But then I tried to put myself in the daughter's shoes. And, you know, if if my dad dated someone younger than me, I'd feel weird about it. I think I'd feel weird about it. Yeah, and it's, and then put yourself also in, the, in your twenties too. So you're in your twenties, and the person he's dating is like. So my mom, something happened. My mom, parents are divorced. Whatever. My mom starts dating a guy that's a year younger than me right now at my age. I, it's like okay, I'm happy for her. But if I'm in my something about being in your twenties, yeah, it changes things for me in my mindset. If I'm the kid, and all of a sudden my mom brings home a new guy and he's younger than me, I'm like oh, that's 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 weird. For me as a kid. What's it's weird. the cutoff age though? Like when does the cutoff age have to be with within you or is it within your parent? Like let's say once you turn 30, you're totally fine with it. But before that, you're not. Um, once your parent hits this age, mm-hmm. it's totally fine. Before that, you're not okay with it. Is anyone listening that has a parent that's dating someone younger than you? And how do you feel about it? Um, I remember watching some reality show. It was like a short-lived one where it showed David Foster and Catherine McPhee. And the whole, a big storyline in the show was that he, I think he has like four daughters. And they're all older than Catherine McPhee. Oh, are they? Maybe not all of them, but the majority of them are. And they're like all buddies. She's like, these girls are like my girls. They're like, not like her children girls, but like her girl, going out girls. Like, we have so much in common. And, da, 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 da. and a lot of people kind of looked at her sideways, too. Like, how how could you be okay with being younger than all of your husband's daughters? What's the difference between you and Matt? Um, six? Year, no, wait. Four years? Four? Yeah. Lorna. I'm, I'm trying to do the math. I honestly for, <laughs> I, I forget spot. how old I am sometimes. I forget how old he is sometimes. But what's the difference between you guys? We're eight years. I'm eight years older than Laura, and uh, it, it works for us. I don't think eight years is a big gap, though, at all. But yeah. It, it, not now. But if you're 18, would you date a 10-year-old? No. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's that, you're right. There's a certain point yeah. where it's not an issue anymore. Um, 28, 20. Maybe kind of like, wow, well, they're not even 21. And I think you guys dated at that point, right? We did. We see, she was just about to turn 21. So I was, yeah, I was just about, yeah, it was, she was 20 when we started dating. Cause I, I thought she was 21. And the first time we're hanging out, we, um, um, we go to get some drinks and she tells me, oh, I'm not, I'm not 20. Maybe I knew she was not turning 21 in August, but she gives me a fake ID. She's like, oh, I got a fake ID. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm 28. Or I'm 27, however old I was. I shouldn't be dealing with fake IDs at 27, but yeah. here we are. It worked. But then you go to 38 and 30. Nothing. It doesn't really yeah. seem like a big deal. This text just came in that said, reverse it. Would the dad be okay with her dating someone 
his age. My sister dated a guy that was as old as our dad when she was 18, and he was not happy about it. This text says, when I was 21, I had my one-year-old son. Uh, My dad was dating a 21-year-old who had a two- to three-year-old kid. And yes, it was weird and gross, and I let him know. Um, This one says, my dad's ex-wife is four years older than me, and his girlfriend is 29. I'm 31. And then this says, I'm one year older than my boyfriend's oldest daughter. Whoa. How was that for you guys? Brandy, good morning. Good morning. Uh, you're in this situation? Um, yes, I am. I'm 54, and my son is 29, and I have a guy who is 25 who wants to date me. Oh, I bet he does. <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs> That's uh, well, d- d- Go ahead. I was just saying, Mercedes, I usually do date men younger than me because they're fun, um... Well, you know, yes, (laughs) I know what you're saying. (laughs) You don't have to say it. And I know exactly what you're saying. Now, here's the thing. Um, How is your son with it? My son doesn't like it at all. Mm, Probably because he knows. Um, I do have an issue. What is it? I do have an issue with him being younger than my son. Um, A lot of the guys that I date are in their 30s or early 40s. But the 25 thing, like, he's fun, and I like spending time with him, but I do kind of weird out when it gets, you know. Intimate? Intimate, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have so many thoughts, and I, I would love to talk to you off the air, Randy, because I don't know how much of it is, like, suitable for air. But I get, I get it. There's, uh, there's pros to dating a younger guy, um, and then there's some cons to it, but... With the son, you you know, you love your children. You want to, you don't want to make them unhappy. But wouldn't they be happy if you're happy? If she happy, your mom is very happy. Every day she's got a big smile on her face. Like, wow. <laughs> Couple times a day. 25. Brandy, thank you so much for calling. Now we have the old wow wheel coming up here next. Did you, I, I had a song. But we don't have the song, so I had, to, I had to do a switcheroo on my song, and I'm and I'm very excited about it. Do you have your song? Oh, yeah, same thing happened to me. I asked for one song, we didn't have it, so I changed it. But I actually love the song that I picked. We'll see. I, I'm on a I'm on a roll with vetoes. I get vetoed a lot lately, so I don't think anyone else likes my song. <laughs> <laughs> Today could be the day that things change, and actually, we'll be looking for our guest vetoer here in about five six minutes. Mercedes in the morning. Wow. 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 And now the Oh Wow Wheel. Wow. It is Friday, and that means we are spinning the Oh Wow Wheel. One of us is going to play a song that makes you say, Oh Wow. Maybe it's an older song. Maybe it's a brand new song. You're like, Oh Wow. Maybe it's a song that you haven't heard for a while. And we have our guest Vitor on the line. Hey, Joanne. Hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Thank you for being our guest vetoer. We're going to give the wheel a spin here, and you can decide whether you want to hear that song by that artist. Um, We've got three categories today. My song is going to be a song or artist that has a color in it. JC's will be an artist in the top ten on the Billboard charts, and Steph's will be a song that samples another song. The wheel landed on me this week yeah. now nice, nice here one. we go um if if you decide to veto my song which is totally fine no hard feelings it's gonna move over to steph's song okay joanne okay okay so again my category a song or an artist that has a color in it this is by a group and they are probably one of my favorite groups 
but I've never seen them in concert. And that's a bucket list item for me is I really want to see them in concert sometime. Um, the song is called After the Color Yellow. And it is by Coldplay. Now, do you want to hear this song or would you rather veto it and have it move on to Steph? I know your birthday's coming up, but I'm sorry I'm going to veto it. That's okay. Honestly, I don't expect anything less. I haven't played a song of mine in a long time. So I I said no hard feelings. That's just how it goes. What is this? The third straight week you've got a veto? Yeah. Is it three in a row? Yeah. It's been a while, but it's totally fine. This is why we have a vetoer on, you know? But that was a swerve, too. I thought I was like, no, your birthday's coming up. So I thought I was going to be like, so let's do it. Not going to lie. I kind of thought the same thing. (laughs) I was like, oh. But Joanne, thank you for uh, being our guest vetoer. And that means, Steph, you get to play your song. Tell us the category again, and what is the song? My category is a song that samples another song. The original is Mr. Sandman, and it's the song Megan Trainer Mother. The fact that Megan Trainer is literally mother right now. song uh, that yeah that's the latest from megan trader called mother if you haven't seen the video you have to watch it there's a c- celebrity cameo in it the mother of all mothers in that is in it do you know who that is the mother of all mothers is it an older mother well i mean um i wouldn't say older but probably on the more mature side uh is the mom from brady bunch still alive no that that i would consider older okay um, um the mom from the OC. No, think of the mother of all mothers. Maybe if I say this word, you'll get it. Momager. Oh, 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 Chris, uh, Chris Jenner. Yes, Jenner. Yes. Good yes. job. Oh, that's awesome. All right. That was Steph's song this week, a song that uh, was sampling another song. I My song got vetoed, and that means, JC, you were not in the running this week, but what was your category and what was your song? The category was a song by an artist that currently has a song in the top 10. So I went with Miley Cyrus. She's got the number three song in the country with Flowers. I went with her other single off her current album, the song. River, this one right here. They're actually pushing a new single now off of her album, Jaded. Have you heard that song? No, uh, yeah, that's that's the new one that they're doing. So, all great songs. Thank you guys so much for uh, thank you to our guest Vitoer, and we'll do it again next Friday. But right now, it is time to win. We have your tickets to see Sam Hunt. The country music superstar is going to take over the Resorts World Theater for a limited two-night engagement, April 21st and April 22nd. That's next Friday and Saturday. And tickets are on sale right now at access.com. But if you want to win your tickets, now's the time. Caller 20, you're playing heads up. And if you're you're Caller 20, you just have to pick six. uh, you, You get your category, which is already picked. It's three ring circus. But you just have to get six answers in 60 seconds to win those tickets. So caller 20, you are playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Samantha, you're caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. 
Sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's do this. We want to get you these Sam Hunt tickets. Your category this morning is uh, Three Ring Circus. World Circus Day is tomorrow. So these are all things that you would see at the circus, okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes, please. Okay. All right, Samantha. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Sam Hunt in one week, and you start now. They have paint all over their face and a big red nose. They're kind of scary. Uh, clown. Yes. Um, You might have these to eat. Buy me some of these and some Cracker Jack. Peanuts. Yes. Um, this is where everything happens, under the big... Okay. Yes. Um, this person might pull a rabbit out of their hat, use a wand. Um, magician. Yes. This is a sweet, it looks like a pink fluffy cloud. Uh, Cotton candy. Yes. You might hold one of these filled with helium. Um, Balloons. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Oh, my gosh, Samantha. Yeah. You did Wait. that so fast. Congratulations. Thank you so, so much. Samantha, thank you for listening. Hold on one second. We'll get your information. You got tickets to go see Sam Hunt next Friday, Resorts World. Now, next hour, we've got the Friday Rewind. And also, at 940, we've got your tickets to go see Madonna. It's Mix 94.1. Have you ever um, gone somewhere to get something done and just get horrendous results? You go to get your hair cut, what, once a week? Yeah, actually, twice a week. I get a cut. I, keep, I like to keep my sides really tight, so I go down and see Larry. Just see, Normally just doing the sides. The top is done, like, every every two weeks or so. Is that something where it's full price every time? Um, No. Uh, Larry and I have special pricing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I.E. free? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I'm just no, joking. No, no. When he does the half, it takes, like, five minutes. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a lesser price. If it's a full haircut, it's a higher price. Um, I was, I was thinking about cutting my hair shorter. Steph, you inspired me. You got a haircut um, like a week ago and I just love it. It looks so good. Um, and my hair's pretty long and I'm like, maybe I'm lightening it a little. It's I washed it last night. It took me an hour to dry it. It's just like a lot. Do you like having shorter hair now? I, I do and I don't. And the reason why I went short is because my hair was really long and my hair is already very thick and it was starting to get heavy. I love to put my hair in a high ponytail and sometimes a bun when I work out. And it was just, it wasn't the one. But the thing that I'm having trouble with right now with my short hair is styling it. I do not, I'm not, I don't know if there's a learning curve to the short hair, but I'm having trouble with styling my short hair. I the last time I cut my hair really really short. Well, it wasn't the last time, but um, I just I, I had horrendous results when I did it, and I'm still traumatized by this. Um, it was based. I was like in middle school, and I had shorter hair. Like I kind of had it right above my shoulders, but I wanted the way I wanted to get it cut was I wanted it to kind of. Um, be fringe on the inside, you know, where it, it just kind of different layers. I wanted it to get that layered look. So um, when I went, my mom took me and the lady's like, okay, what are we doing today? And I was like, well, I would like to get layers where, you know, it's shorter here in the front and it kind of gets longer as you go. And all she heard was shorter in the front. That's I'm convinced that's all she heard. Because I'm watching her cut, 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 and I'm like, whoa, that was a big cut. And it was right by my ears. 
And I'm like, oh no, she did not understand what I wanted. And when it was all said and done, she gave me the most beautiful mullet. You had a mullet? I had a mullet in middle school. We have to find photos. Um, they're out there. Yeah, trust me, they're out there. Um, it. I was trying so hard not to cry in that chair. I, my eyes started watering up, and I remember my mom was sitting away where she couldn't see me directly. And so when she's like, "Well, we're all done. It's shorter in the front, right?" And I was like, "Mm-hmm." And I, like tears in my eyes, and I walk out to my mom, and she looks at me. She goes, "Oh, is that what you wanted?" <laughs> and I was like. Let's go. And I started bawling in the car. It was awful. Just awful. So have you ever been in a situation? Maybe it was a haircut. Maybe it was something else. But you went somewhere to get something done and you got horrendous results. I grew that thing out. It took, you know, a couple of months. And I was just like, never again will I do get my hair that short. It was so bad. Business up front, party in the back. Oh, there was no party in the back. There was no party in the front. There was nothing. It was just awful. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry that happens. And, yeah, please try to find some photos of the mullet (laughs) mullet ears for Mercedes. Mine was um, in in college. I was growing my hair out long. And I wanted it to look like Gavin Rosdale from Bush. I wanted that kind of like longer curly look. And I was talking to a, a co-worker of mine and she's like you know you can get the curls put in and get that look just get a loose perm i'm like awesome so i went to our hairstylist and i br- i brought the um the cd 16 stone where you could see gavin's picture and i said i want that that curly hair she's like no problem so she starts giving me the perm stuff the problem was she messed up and kept it in there too long so when it was done i had a high and tight perm it was bad, real bad. It was like uh, the guy from the Brady Bunch, dad from the Brady Bunch, really tight curls. And so she's like, don't worry, it'll relax. You got to comb it out. And I kept that thing and tried to make it work. My college graduation photos, you can see this permy puff of hair sticking out from underneath my cap, underneath the hat I'm wearing. It was embarrassing. That... It, it- I like this permed look that the younger kids are going for. I think we talked about it yesterday, the fringe perm. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a fringe perm. I don't know. Maybe it was worse. And then also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You brought in the 16 Stone album. I I didn't think his picture was on the front of it. It was on the inside cover. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I just remember. I don't remember what it was. I just remember an orange looking cover with like numbers or letters. Yeah, it was it. an animal or something jumping a dog. He some there's some image on the cover. It's either he's either on the inside or on the backside. You see him, he's I see the pictures of Bibbly. He's looking down holding his face and you see the hair perfectly. Um googling but, now. It looks like a television or something. Is that what it is? I can't tell what that is. Yeah. What's on the cover of 16 Stone also? <laughs> um what was the what was the completely horrendous service that you got? Um and by the way, so kids today, they're more like the fronts. Are guys getting long perms in the back or is it's like the front? It's, yeah. it's the top. And they're getting the sides really short. And it just looks like a bushel of curls up top. Yeah, mine but was a I bushel like sticking it. out the back. Okay. Now that we got that cleared up, I'm glad um, that the perm is coming back. I still think it looks good. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's go to this one. It says, I went to get my car's tires changed, came back to pick up my car, and that someone destroyed my engine while they were testing the tires. Don't know what happened, but it made a strange noise after that. Um, this one says, when I was a teenager, my aunt got married and she insisted I have bangs for the wedding. I remember bawling the whole time they were cutting it. I hated it so much and I never forgave her for that. I looked like a nerd. It was awful. Um, Jill has a situation. Jill, what happened to you that just turned out absolutely horrendous? 
I went to get my highlights touched up. I have dark brown hair, and the hairdresser leached my entire hair all the way down to my scalp. Why would she do that? Uh, good question. Oh, my and gosh. Did it destroy it your hair? So there were parts of my hair that were still dark brown. There were parts that were orange. There were striped like a leopard. I had, or sorry, striped like a tiger, spotted like a leopard. It was beyond repair. So what did you do then? Um, I went to another salon to fix it. And after about two months of different treatments, we were able to get me to a reddish color hair. And then about two months after that, I was able to go back to my natural color. Did you ever go back to that lady before, or the original lady? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow, I don't blame you. That's awful. Wow, thanks, Jill. Now, next hour, 940, those tickets for you to go see Madonna. We also have the Friday Rewind. You can send your song in now, our number 702-364-9400. Then up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Now, it looks like uh, Americans are going to be very busy this summer. We'll tell you why coming up. Also, do you like that new car smell when you get into a, a car? Don't inhale too much. So we've got the results of a new study. And um, this man was indicted after texting his ex-girlfriend a lot of times in just two days. How many times? You're not going to believe it. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Well, it looks like Americans are going to be traveling a lot this summer. It's right around the corner. A lot of people, they, they, it means one thing, summer vacation. Between Memorial Day and Labor Day, millions of Americans are going to enjoy a getaway, and a new report reveals what their travel plans are. So the Vacationers Annual Summer Travel Survey finds that nearly 85% of Americans plan to travel this summer, which is about 219 million American adults. That includes 40.71% who expect to go on one trip and 44% who will travel more than once. Now, close to 23% plan to go international on that, and uh, 16% say they plan trips both in the U.S. and in foreign countries, and then 61% will only be traveling here in the U.S. Um, A lot of people are going to stay kind of close to home. Um, 16% say they're going to stay within 100 miles, 23% within 250 miles, and 20% with under 500 miles. And most Americans expect to travel by plane over the summer. Are you guys working anything for the summer, vacation-wise, for the family? Yeah, we do something every summer. We always uh, you know, try to find somewhere to go. You guys? Um, we've done Wyoming for the past three summers, and that that's what we're talking about. We haven't booked anything yet, but that's uh, we do the drive up there. I love the drive. It takes about 13 10 to 13 hours to get up there and stay up there for a couple days. So we're talking about it. We haven't locked in anything yet, though. Yeah, you may want to work on that. Apparently, a lot of people are a step ahead of everyone else. I know. My God, people crazy. planning in advance. I know. Also this morning, if you are driving around in a new car, congratulations. Here's the bad news, though. Your brand new ride could be slowly doing some major damage. A new study at Harvard just found that the new car smell that everyone knows and, and loves may cause cancer. They left a brand new car parked outside for 12 days and then measured the air quality inside, and it was not good. They found large amounts of two known carcinogens. There were there was a 35% more formaldehyde in the air 
than what's considered safe and 61 more or 61 percent more of another cancer causing chemical, which is called acetaldehyde. Now, that could be enough to up your cancer risk long term, especially if you spend a lot of time on the road and anyone who leases new cars every few years would have an even higher risk. Now, don't freak out if you got a new car, smell air freshener there. That's not what they're talking about. They only looked at actual new cars. It apparently has something to do with the chemicals in the plastic and the other materials that need time to air out. And they say it's the worst in the first six months. Um, So you got to just, I guess, be careful on something like that. They said that if you're holding your breath right now, first of all, breathe. And (laughs) here are some better ways to deal with it. They say keep your car well ventilated. Try to park in the shade. Keep and keep your car clean because chemicals can stick to dust. So if your dashboard gets dusty, then those chemicals will linger even longer. We said, yeah, he said there's six months in that story. That's a long time to be concerned about that stuff. And it's, it's kind of uh, crazy that that's now just coming to light. Obviously, you know, the smells from the chemicals and the plastic, but now it's just coming to light that this stuff is bad for you. Yeah, really bad. So keep that in mind. Finally, this morning, a 41-year-old man in West Virginia is facing up to five years in prison for some simple text messages. Let me explain. Actually, it's allegedly calling and texting his girlfriend more than 800 times in a two-day stretch. Now, court documents allege he harassed and intimidated his former girlfriend through text messages and phone calls and social media. His ex-girlfriend is alleged to have received 815 calls and texts in 48 hours from this guy, um, while also receiving thousands of harassment uh, texts also. He's uh, alleged to have used social media posts to embarrass his ex-girlfriend and interfere with her livelihood. I hope he gets the time in prison. Five years? Uh, th- I mean, that that sounds adequate to me. Yeah, it sounds like, uh, yeah, just a deranged person, kind of sick and twisted. Do you think he's uh, made over 800 calls and text messages over the past year, just in general, overall? Uh, I don't think so. I'd say maybe like three or 400 in the last year, but 800? And in, that's in two days. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> okay, here in the 9 o'clock hour, we got our Friday Rewind. You have a song you want to hear? Call us now. Send us a text message. 702-364-9400. It's Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the Morning. It's the Friday Rewind, and it's time for the Rewind Quiz. All right. The Rewind Quiz is when we uh, pick a year, and then we take a song that was big that year and try to determine what it is when we hear it backwards, rewound. So what year are we going for this morning? We're going back to 1993. And by the way, you got a solid record going this year. You're nine and two on the season. Go back to 1993, and how funny is this? The big If you're going to see a movie this week in 1993, you're probably either going to see Indecent Proposal or, we were talking about it earlier, The Sandlot. Okay, yeah. Um, if I had a dog that looked like you, I'd shave its butt and teach it to walk backwards. That's the, <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's Sandlot. That's the clip. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to play this song in reverse. You tell me who it is, okay? Okay. And it starts right now. <laughs> No, you're never gonna get it. <laughs> no, you're never gonna get it. Um, what, why am I spacing the name of the group? Envo? Yeah, Envo, okay. yes. <laughs> you can hear that. Oh, my and gosh. And I knew exactly what it was. Let's drop back there. Here that is how it goes. 
Right there. <laughs> yeah, that song was the number uh, sitting at number nine in the charts. En Vogue, never gonna, never gonna get it uh, is the song. And since you got it right, we play it every week. Here it is. It's Mix ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning. want to see Madonna? We've got your tickets coming up at 940. It's probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Post Malone, Kelly Clarkson, and new music are trending this morning. A new Posty era is here. And last night, he released his brand new single. It is called Chemical. And here's what that sounds like. since his fourth studio album called 12 Carat Toothache. He's going to be hitting the road this summer with a bunch of festival appearances. No word on if he's going to hit Vegas at any point and we'll keep you posted. Now, Kelly Clarkson, she also dropped not one, but two new singles off of her upcoming album called Chemistry. Um, why two singles? Well, she says she doesn't want one song to represent this album. The songs are called Me. I don't need somebody to hold me. Don't need somebody to love me. Don't need somebody to pick these pieces up. And Mine. songs appear to be about getting over a breakup, which makes sense. She filed for divorce from her husband of almost seven years, Brandon Blackstock. A release date for the album has not yet been announced, but she will be doing that exclusive Las Vegas engagement at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino in July and August. All right. Also trending this morning, uh, Coachella. Blink-182 and The weekend, and Coachella starts this weekend. They just dropped a huge surprise. Blink-182 is going to the desert. They are going to rock out for the first time in nearly a decade. Fans are going nuts. The band with members Travis Barker, Mark Hoppus, and Tom DeLonge, they were just added to the festival lineup this week without a warning at all. The three last shared the stage in 2014. And The weekend he has been uh, hinting about making an appearance at the festival. Uh, this week, he posted on his social media an emoji of the desert. And then he posted, where will you find me? He could potentially uh, make an appearance with one of the artists that are on the lineup, maybe, oh, I don't know, Metro Boomin. Calvin Harris is also a possibility, but a lot of people are thinking he may make it a make it a, a collaboration with none other than Blackpink. They are um, they're a headliner this weekend, and he and the groups, one of the group members, Jenny, they are starring in the upcoming HBO series The Idol together. So, oh, there's a connection right there. Yeah, it should be good. I'm excited, and I love that they're showing the performances on YouTube this year. So, if you can't make it out to India, or if you didn't get lucky enough to score some tickets, you can still watch the performances online. It's gonna be good. Good. Would you? Would you? If you had, if they someone today, no. <laughs> 
I know what you're saying. No, I would not go. That's just not for me. Um, those people there are way too cool. I am not. Well, you're cool. You're no, I'm just a nerd. And- <laughs> you get the level of cool. It's the dealing with everything that goes into going there. Would you go? Uh, I, I Listen, here's the deal. If they offered us tickets, I would drive you out. That is my favorite drive. Take the back way through 29 Palms. I love that drive. So I would drive you out there, drop you off, and i pick you up in the morning. I don't want to go. <laughs> I get you there. Let's just go on like a road trip to, you know, L.A. or something and then come back. All right, let's go. 29 Palms. Go up lunch and come back. Steph would go, though. I know Steph would go, wouldn't you? To Coachella? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Blackpink. Uh, Frank Ocean is one of my favorite artists. And I'm actually having FOMO because Sunday night, he's headlining. And he has a song called Novocaine. And in the lyrics, it says, met her at Coachella. So I know everyone in that crowd is going to go crazy when that song plays. Okay, hold on one second. There's a rumor that Jimin from BTS might be there. There is not. No, He's in no. South Korea This right is my fake scenario. Oh, yeah. This is my fake scenario. <laughs> uh, there's absolutely not that rumor. <laughs> if there was a chance, BTS, one of your favorite bands, was going to be their involvement, would you go out? Well, i just say this. I mean, Blackpink is also one of my favorite groups, and I'm not going, so I probably would not. Like I said, so happy they're airing the performances on YouTube <laughs> In the year. comfort of our own homes yes, tonight. Yes, I'm a nerd. I'm not cool like those Coachella people. All right. All right, finally this morning, Minecraft and Pringles are trending. There's a new Minecraft-inspired food coming to shelves. How about some Pringles Minecraft Suspicious Stew? If you're a fan of the game, you know that reference. If you're not into the block world, Suspicious Stew is an in-game food that can give the player um, a status effect like night vision or maybe a jump boost. The flavor is being described as Hearty and savory with the cans expected to fly off shells. I'm just picturing like a potatoey gravy, carroty meat taste. That's heavy. It just doesn't sound yeah. good to me. Maybe on a cold winter's night, I'd eat a bowl of that. But I don't know about in chip form. Not not something that's very appealing to me. Yeah, it seems heavy on the stomach. It is definitely a colder weather taste you would want, not when it's going to be 90 degrees outside. What is the best flavor of Pringles, and why is the answer sour cream and onion? Oh, my God. I haven't had that in decades. I haven't either, but I just remember loving that flavor. And that was a treat because every time we would get Pringles, it would be whatever the basic flavor was, which was good. But that was an ultimate treat. Oh, man. You have that terrible breath afterwards. It was delightful. I loved it. On my road trip with you to Coachella, I had Pringles. <laughs> oh, well, now I'm in. Now I'm in. But, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I thought that we done or not. I was just going to say that the, um, the chips will be available starting this month, and they're only available while supplies last. Perfect. Uh, Madonna tickets for you at 940. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.